You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. Why am I doing Leo's part? Lucha Outsider Show, episode 103. Yeah. That's Leo. I'm Leo. And I'm the heel that steals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti-hero of the IWC. Your boy, Mr. Rated R. And here, our third man on the broadcasting team the middle from place. Suplex City, bitch. Yo, 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 yo. Let me speak on it. Sammy Suplex is in the building. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Leo, you want to talk? Or are you just going to... No talking? Okay, if you missed anything on today's episode, episode 103 what? of the Lucha Outsiders Show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Loud, MessClam, LowsRadio.com, TuneIn, wherever Ever. you get your podcast. Whatever. Whatever. All right. Wherever. What? Two episodes in a row. Two episodes. And we timed that pretty good. Yeah, yeah good. it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Even Sammy asking questions. How you guys doing? No, but we gotta wait. We gotta wait a little bit. Like do the intro, and then hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? No. That still is no excuse why you pissed two weeks ago and you left them hanging. That's right. <laughs> no excuse. That was three weeks ago. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Who? We're back. Who? One week later, Who? we did an episode last week. We did. And now we're doing another episode. It feels like the good old days. I feel like we did an episode yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Yesterday. Now oh, here we go. See, it was a quick week. February. All my troubles. But you so know far. what it was? I'm gonna tell you what happened last week. What happened? Oh, Leo went on doing Leo things, right? You yeah. know how Callisto does lucha things. Well, Leo does <laughs> Leo things, right? That should be a shirt. Old man things. That, that should be a shirt. Doing Leo things. Hashtag old man things. So he does Don't Leo help. things okay. where he goes left and talks about nonsense and does stupid jokes that nobody acknowledges on this show, right? And we forgot to talk about the Elimination Chamber. I acknowledge and we that. For- Shut up. And we forgot to talk about WWE stuff, like more like the Becky Lynch and Ronda stuff. We forgot to talk about all that. So I hit you guys up and I was like, hmm, since Leo mm. fucked up last mm. week. So you got to blame Leo. Let's do another show. Poor and you was on board. Leo was on board, and oh, we're always. back one week later. Yeah. yeah. We've got a lot to talk about, man. Mm-hmm. And 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 let the people know. We got new merch. We have new merch. Um, If you head over to LosRadio.com. Look you, for the shop. Look for the shop, and you will see a beautiful yes. new Daniel Bryan shirt exclusively from the Lucha Outsider show because of your right lovely there. wife. Yes, designing it. You want to you want to talk about that? Yeah, man. Go follow my wife at Bree TV. Uh, She streams. So if you're into streaming uh, video games, watching video game streamers, uh, she's on Twitch at Bree TV. So uh, go check her out. And she is an awesome artist. And she did the shirt. Uh, She put a lot of hard work into it. And I like that yellow one. Great. Look look at that yellow one. 
You would wear that. No? Okay, sorry. You would wear that because you're an old what man. What about the pink one? You wear the pink one, Mario? No, no. I have no problem with pink, but I want to wear the... Hey, why, why are you saying all that? You're the old man. The you're one? the old man. Oh, that looks badass. Look, look. We And we're not seeing anything. You know that, right? Oh, okay. So let me move it over. Uh, you know what? Shh, shh, uh, already right, right off the back. Right Here we go. Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Oh, right was, there. That, that, soon. That, looks, that looks badass. Look, boom. Right there. Look at the red one. So yeah, one. support um our little project here, the Danny, yeah. the new the Planet Champion shirt. Um it's an awesome de- design. Thanks to uh Bree TV for your lovely wife. Um yeah, support support us, support the Lucha Outsiders. And we have more to come in mm-hmm. the coming months. Yeah, we maybe. do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Doing right. things, more designs right? coming soon. Mm-hmm. So guys, um oh, before we get started, I want to also make this really, really quick. Thanks for all the loving support that we've gotten in the last week. Um, it touched me like in like I'm kind of overwhelmed. Uh, we got a uh, emails, messages, okay, all that still messaging us right now. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm I, trying uh, to find. Oh, you gotta shut off the WhatsApp. That's why. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Wait. 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 Uh, you better hit that button. All right. Let me give myself one of these. Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay. Let's rewind back. <laughs> I'm looking at all my channels. I'm like, what the okay, hell? Let's rewind that back. So thank you for the support, guys. I shared all this uh, love and support, the messages, the emails with my dad. My dad was like, wow, kind of like overwhelmed. Like even people that don't not only know me, but don't even know my dad kind of just, you know, yeah. showing support. So good things are happening. Right, guys? Absolutely. Good things are happening. Absolutely. But let's get down to wrestling, dude. Yeah, man. Because the last couple of hours have been very... Controversial, to controversial. Say the least. You think so, so, if you follow the social webs, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Corey Graves, mm, you mm, could mm. say gets a. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, his wife kind of, I don't know, had a, like a mental breakdown, I guess, and just started putting. I uh, think she just had enough. I think she probably found some shit mm-hmm. and just had enough. Yeah, when you find out that. You've been well, cheated on. Well, Leo knows from. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Mario. <laughs> you uh, you find out you've been cheated on, and you you have a family with a guy, and I, you know I, mean. I just uh, I feel for the girl, man. I, I I feel for the girl. So for those that been living under the rock or just didn't or just doesn't follow the page, Lucha Outsiders, um, they should follow the page. So Corey Corey Gray's wife kind of just had like a, a breakdown and just started you know putting stuff out there, put a picture of their family. Um, saying like you know she stood by her husband during alcoholism mm-hmm. when he was suicidal, and you know apparently you know rumor and induendo. Shout out to Conrad um, yeah. and Bruce. Uh, the rumor is that you know he's been having a, an affair with Carmela. So I was telling you guys this off the air before we even started the show. When I read the headline, um, I read I got the info info from WrestlingInc.com. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really legit when it comes to news you know that's one of the better ones um i see the post uh Corey graves gets caught in an affair or or something like that i clicked on it and i instantly thought it was gonna be renee young yeah i just had a bad (laughs) feeling just based on their chemistry like on like on commentary they have really good chemistry they have really good chemistry and i'm like oh my god i was like poor ambrose (laughs) like that was instantly like my like thing and then i'm reading i'm like Carmella? I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. We thought Carmella yeah. was hooking up with uh, Vince McMahon. What? Yeah. What? Who? Wasn't Carmella hooking up with Vince McMahon? Isn't that what they were saying a couple of weeks ago? No. That's no, when she was no, getting a push? I... No. Okay, I'll, I'll go back and look at the shirt. The shirt looks nice. No! No! <laughs> All right. I, I, what was your instant thought about it? 
I couldn't believe it. I, I was really shocked because, you know, Corey Graves is a married man. Um, to put himself in that kind of position, especially because he's very outspoken about a lot of things. Um, now he's kind of, you know, wearing the the bag over his head now. Um, people are, I don't know if you've been on Instagram lately, but his comment section is lit up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody's perfect, but, you, you know, you can't be doing that to people. That's, you know, your wife, you got kids. You're putting yourself in a bad position. I know they're on the road a lot, but from what I understand, he's, you know, he's commentary. So he's probably home a lot more than what a in-ring talent would be. So I don't know what to say, to be honest with you. All I know is um, I just hope it winds up good for his kids. Yeah. You um, you're, uh, you have kids of your own, Leo, and you're obviously married. Uh, you want to give your, th- well, oh. you know, your wife hates you, but that's another yeah. story for another day. Um, what's your thoughts about this? Cause we, we, we necessarily don't talk about stuff like this, no. but I mean, like, it, I think we, we need to talk about it. So like, what's your thoughts? And well, I'll give you my thoughts. on and, it. And, and you know what? It's, it's kind of fucked up because we've seen it before. We've seen it with, uh, Bray Wyatt, you know, the, the ones that have come out, um, to light. So Bray Wyatt, uh, Randy Orton, I think at one point was doing some shit. Uh, Shawn Michaels himself, um, and what ends up happening is, and, and a lot of people don't don't understand is, these guys are out so many X days out of the house, right? Um, just their wives just trusting them is hard. And from what the she wrote on her thing, you know, about going through the alcoholism and and him trying to take his life, I think she's gone above and beyond what she had to do, uh, and that's fucked up on his part where he was basically didn't care and was like you're you, i suggest you take this down or yeah. WWE's gonna like sue you which they can't <laughs> they yeah, can't no, that was no, not weird at all. that was some weirdo stuff i think he was just trying to get her to. Take I, th- that I think for me um and we were having this conversation also in the car like don't get me wrong carmella is guilty and i'm not trying to make an excuse for her at all but like the one that's in the relationship is Corey graves so like while carmella well, no, de- but but it no, no, no. Too. She knows no. what's going on. But see, well deserved. Carmella should get the heat, but Carmella's not the one in the relationship. Corey Graves is. Corey yeah. Graves made the decision to cheat on his wife. Yeah. He's the one with the kids. Carmella doesn't have none of that. Mm-hmm. So while Carmella's just getting her fix or whatever, I'm not trying to take the heat away from Carmella. Yeah. She has. She is as guilty. But I think majority of the heat has to go to Corey Graves. He's the one that chose to cheat. He's the one knowing that he was going to jeopardize his family as a whole. And you have kids. Like, once you have, and I always said this, once you have kids, that changes the game Absolutely. completely. Because the kids are the ones that are going to suffer. Right. That's why, you know, for many reasons, why the reason I don't have kids. Because we live in a society today that it doesn't matter if you marry somebody. You just never know no. who you're really dealing with because they could pull a 180 on you like that. Um, but yeah, Corey Graves, he gets a big congratulations and also, you know, just his, his attitude about it, you know, like saying like, oh, are you drunk or X, Y, Z or whatever. And and I'm sure when days to come, we're going to get more into it. We're going to find out more. I think it's going to be interesting tonight, whether we see Corey Graves on commentary or not. I think it's also going to be interesting. What kind of fan reaction, what kind of fan reaction Carmella's going to get. And Uh, just to kind of add like a little note to all this 
um, we've seen the internet is like savage. They're, they're like attacking both uh, Corey Graves and, and Carmelo with memes and stuff like this. But I think the the main person that is kind of like laughing to himself right now is not Enzo, is not Big Cass. I think CM Punk, because a couple months ago, Corey Graves <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was l- letting Punk have it. And Punk didn't say anything. He just ignored it. Right. Like which normal normal punk fa- fashion, he just ignores shit like that. Whatever, he's probably having a ball. Like, look who's look who's playing himself now. You was popping all that shit about me, yeah. trying to make make yourself be like such a better person. But like, I never cheated on my wife. Right. We have a happy home. Yeah. Like, what are you doing wrong? So I think seeing punk is like having a ball with this. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. I was surprised to see Corey Graves get himself wrapped up in something like this because he is a very outspoken person on Twitter. Um, he talks about a lot of stuff and is very opinionated. So now he's sitting there wearing the wearing the bag over his head. So he does get a congratulations. You played yourself the biggest one of the week. Go ahead, hit the button, man. Congratulations, you played yourself. You can hit the button. Yeah. You don't have to wait for Mario to do it. Don't be afraid of him. I, I don't want to mess anything up. You could listen. I trust you more than I trust him. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, so any me, any me too. <laughs> any any more any any more words on, on Corey Graves besides the crack? Congratulations! Any thoughts on tonight specifically? I want to see what the crowd reaction is going to be for Carmella. This should be interesting. Where is Elimination Chamber? Is this what what city is it in? I'm not sure. It's, it's not in the Northeast. Is it in, is it in uh, Chicago? Is it in a wrestling city? Is Let's it in? Can- uh, I don't think it's in Chicago. We would have heard if it was in Chicago. Right. Elimination Chamber is. I just got to see what the what the fans are like. Houston, Texas, and they just got the Royal Rumble announced that yeah, they're going to be in twenty twenty. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The Houston fans, they have uh, a you know rich wrestling culture. You know. Uh, world class championship wrestling and all. So yeah, all it, that, it, we're definitely. I think um, since this is in Houston, you're definitely going to get a smarky crowd. So I think yeah. they're going to um, probably let Carmella have it. I'm very interested to see what kind of chance she gets. Yeah. What kind of chance do you think she's going to get? Corey Graves. Corey Graves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. You fucked up. Well. Yeah. He did more than she did. Okay, but you were just giving me shit earlier saying like, oh, you know, she deserves he too. And now you now you're going back on what you said. No, 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 no. She does deserve it mm-hmm. because again, you know that he's in a relationship. But at the end of the day, he's the one that's breaking the trust in the exactly. relationship. Exactly. He's the one that really screwed up. While yes, she does deserve get she deserves to get heat, yeah. but I think the full amount of heat, the one that Really gets the big congratulation. This has to be Corey. If you look in Carmela's comment section right Yo, now, let, let, they're lighting the her. Females oh. are giving it to her. Mm-hmm. You homewrecker and all this stuff, man. If I was her, I'd just turn it off, man. All right, moving on. Um, I think the se- we were going to start the show with this one, but you know the Corey Graves shit happened, and we had to talk about it. So let's start with let's continue. Undertaker. Um, I think it was a shock to all of us, especially us old school WWF heads, that you know while. He took away all the WWE, you know, anything WWE related off his social media. Now he's being involved with StarCast, yeah. which is, uh, I guess, you know, their access, their WrestleCon to their Double or Nothing pay-per-view happening in May. He's involved. You know, Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker, yeah. is involved with StarCast. I think this was a shocker to to a lot of people. Um, Conrad has went on record uh saying that the whole thing started going back to December 
um, saying that, you know, hypothetically, if I was to ever do a, a Stark, another Starcast, you know, you think I could get The Undertaker? And Bruce was like, I don't know. And right. and Conrad asked for the, the contact info, and it, it, was, it was some text messages, and now we have them in Starcast. We got Conrad to uh, comment on, on Twitter. I saw that, that he uh, replied to one of our uh, tweets there. Really? Yeah. You didn't see that? No, I didn't. Well, what? I don't follow our Twitter, so what, what happened? Uh, I guess Sammy does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- t- yeah. Um, you posted something uh, to the effect of, you know, this is the same guy that said he wouldn't do a StarCast 2, and he was like, in my defense, at the end of All In, did we really think that this was going to happen with AEW or if there was even Oh, wow. That's All really, really dope. And, you know, it's funny because I posted that because I love Conrad Thompson, and I made yeah. sure that I put that on there. Like, this is not a dig at Conrad. Like, I love the guy, and I respect him. More like you know, I respect them like tremendous. I just just saying that he's so into the wrestling culture that he knows how to work the boys too. You know right. what I'm saying? Of that's course. that's what I yeah. meant. It was never meant as a dig, but I, yo, that's so dope. Yeah, that he responded. Yeah, and shout out to Conrad Thompson, man. Yeah, man. Shout so, out to Conrad, bro. We had a couple comments on there, and then I I responded. Uh, I work weird shifts, and I was like four something in the morning. And I just responded to Conrad. I said, I, "I'd like to see you as an AEW talent, as an on-air personality. You know, I'd really dig that." And then he responded to me and said, "Very nice of you to say." So shout out to Conrad. Um, what a good brother. Yeah, Starcast is beefed up. I mean, think about that. You got Taker, you got Bret Hart. Who else is on that? On uh, that? Jim Ross, obviously some AEW talent like you know Omega, Jericho, uh, Cody, the Bucks. Wow. Um, Jonathan Coachman. See, this was kind of under the bed, but Jonathan Coachman that has a deal with WWE, he's also going to be part of StarCast. Yeah. So what they're saying is it's not a part of the AEW. Conrad went on record saying that it's not technically he's part of AEW. We've done some uh, wrestling shows in the past at ECW Arena that have had, I think it's called Icons of Wrestling, where they bring in people before a House of Hardcore show. And years past, they've had Bret Hart, Sting, big names like that. I met Booker T, Ricochet, but he was actually performing later on in the show there. So these guys are at the Icons of Wrestling show, but then when the show goes on with the House of Hardcore, only a few of the talent that are being promoted are actually going to stick around. So I think that StarCast is something like this. I don't really see Undertaker leaving WWE. If anything, I see him more in a retired role. I think After when it, this? I think when it comes to, to 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 Undertaker, it goes back to what I actually did in and one of the posts that I did was, you know, while he's taking business to himself for the time being, you know, I eventually we're gonna see him make a return, you know, if he's gotta be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Right. But like I, I we did a post um earlier this week how I would be very interesting to see if Undertaker is willing to do like kind of like a podcast style interview, kind of like when Punk, you know, mm-hmm. let WWE have it, not saying that he's gonna let WWE have it, but just kind of to see where Undertaker's just, mindset, like yeah. to see if he was offered a new deal with the WWE, was it a Legends deal? Was it like a regular deal, or whatever? Was it per appearance deal? Why he chose not to do that? Why he decided to step away from the WWE and just kind of pick his brain? Because I'm sure a guy like the Undertaker, um, he probably sees some things that he doesn't like if he's not wanting to be associated, at least for the time being with the WWE. If he was to sit down with somebody, uh, uh, you know, like a, a Coca Cabana punk right. style podcast that did like yeah. tremendous numbers like that, that, you know, that broke records for not only Coke, but just podcasting in general. Yeah. 
If Undertaker was open to do something like that, I think it would, one, it would make for a great listen. And whether it's wrestling fans of old or new, they're going to listen to this podcast because it's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. He has his email up. Should we slide into his DMs? I mean, <laughs> I, let's try. We, have I mean, it there. I we, we, we don't have it, but here's the thing, because um, uh, one of the us. friends of the show actually comment on it right. and was like, you know, closed mouths don't get paid. Shoot your shot. And right, I was right. thinking about doing that. And, you know, I guess... You know, friends of the show are part of the show, so we're going to talk about this on air. Right. Um, you ahead. know what? Undertaker's charging to do appearances. I'm almost positive he's going to charge us to do a podcast-style interview. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, it's what, 25000 in a, an hour or something? It's, it's an it's, it's, it's insane number. Yeah. And so, I think just to meet the guy is like a, a buck fifty. Yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's doing the. But um, he's worth it though. Let's put it. Oh no, no! Of course he's worth it. He's a yeah. fucking legend. I said the same thing to my dad. I'm paying 150, no doubt. If he comes to the Northeast, I'm I'm there. You know, but I think he's in that that stage of his career. That Stan Lee Comic Con. Let me just get paid to sign some autographs and meet the fans. You know what I mean? Because he's not done too many fan meet and greets, and I'm sure he's willing to meet the fans and hear everybody's stories about how they looked up to him or how he used to scare the crap out of him mm -hmm. when they were little kids. You know, he's one of those, you know, I really didn't go to sleep for like two days when Joe was going to beat him and what? put him in the casket. When he, when he went up and yes, floated yes, up. Yes. I could, I didn't <laughs> see that was so dope. Yeah. yeah. Visually it was dope. I would yeah. no. When it came to me, I always liked that growing up. I always liked dark characters and Undertaker was one of those guys that, you know, I used to, I remember as a kid, I used to always do the, the whole eye thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my, Mom's side of the family would always be like, "Oh, what are you? Do you worship the devil or something?" No, it's the fucking Undertaker. Like, yeah. like you know, I always you know. And then you know, while a lot of people weren't a fan of the American Badass gimmick, I actually enjoy the American Badass gimmick too. Every incarnation of Taker, I like the only one that that was kind of a little off for me is when he, the first time he cut his hair, and yeah. funny funny story with that <laughs> when was he had the red hair with the uh, yeah. Funny story with that was is he cut his hair. I think it was before Avengers pay-per-view. It was when Jericho won, became the Undisputed World Champ, right? I had an Undertaker fig, the American Badass one, with a ponytail. And, like, a day before that pay-per-view, that ponytail came off. And I was like, fuck, right? Foreshadowing. And then I was like, fuck, right? I'm like, I'm like, Mom, I need a new Undertaker fig, right? And then what happens? The next night, he comes off with, like, a shaved head. And I'm like... Never mind. I'm this good. all works out. Uh, it all works out. It works out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, long hair taker over short hair taker. Just saying. As a kid, I always wondered what was in the urn. I always wondered what was in. It's Paul probably Bear's empty. Urn. It's probably coke. <laughs> remember, and then it, it it opened up. It was like green smoke, and I was like, oh, there's a fart in the urn. But there's a fart in the urn. <laughs> yeah, that was really underwhelming. But um, yeah, Undertaker's on the Comic Con scene. Um, I look forward. I hope he's at NYC Comic Con. I hope he does something WrestleMania weekend. I know it's cutting it close, but come on, Taker. Sign but, okay, something for WrestleMania so weekend. WrestleMania weekend. Yes, sir. Is it going to be with the WWE access? No, WrestleCon. No. It's WrestleCon. Oh, if he's going to do it, it's going to be WrestleCon. I hope it's with But isn't that like backstabbing? Uh, Austin did it last year. Yeah, yeah, but The Undertaker hasn't done anything that risque, if you will, outside of the WWE. Starcast ain't fucking risky. I, I, but now coming up, I'm saying if he's doing Starcast, he he'll be open to do WrestleCon. If they're paying, look, if they're paying this. If yeah. they're paying this, the money. They they're gonna he'll he'll do WrestleCon. Okay. Um. Well, 
We got to wait and see what Undertaker does. Yeah. I do not see him appearing at Double or Nothing. I mm-hmm. don't think that's going to happen. No, but, not at all. But I think it's pretty. But you never know. No. Nah, I don't see that happening. No, no. But, but the StarCast thing is big. I will right. say that. That's big. Uh, we have friends of the show, John Lopez, saying if the event was in New York, uh, talking about Carmella thing, that the chance would be amazing. I mean, anything happens, even with The Undertaker coming to the area in New York, you know people like at the WWE events, they're going to be chanting for The Undertaker. Because how are you going to have a WrestleMania without The Undertaker? Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe WrestleMania was what made The Undertaker like part ways? What, like he, him like not maybe having he a spot? W- yeah. And he was like, man, fuck you guys. Like maybe he, he was saying, you know what? I'm training now. Yo, what if the Bucks and Cody just be like, you want a spot? You'll pair double or nothing. But that's what I'm saying. Like, look at it that way. Like, Undertaker and WrestleMania go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Why I mean, is it I, that all of a sudden now we don't hear anything about I the think Undertaker? it lost value since the streak got broken, though. Yeah, but still, like, the value of Taker being at Mania completely lost value the second the streak was broken. It okay. was never the same. Yeah. Wasn't the same. And, and me as a fan, and I love Undertaker. Don't get me wrong. I put Undertaker in my top 10 wrestlers of all time. He's probably up there with uh-huh. top three. Yeah. But, like, even me as being a Taker mark, you know, the last couple of years have been trash for me. Whoa, man. <laughs> I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Woo! Okay. All right. I Let's just go. seen something. Just be Let's ready. Go. If you follow the show. If you follow the show, you're fans of the show. If you listen to the podcast, watch us on Facebook Live. You follow the, our the IG sa- page, whatever it is. It? The Sammy just, th- I saw it. Sammy it's, saw it? It's dope. Sammy just, saw all it? I'm going to say to you <laughs> is get ready. You know when we're going to drop that logo? Uh, WrestleMania no, Week. No, we can't. WrestleMania Week. Come on, it's too good. No, WrestleMania Week, we're doing it. I love that. We've got to do WrestleMania uh, Week, bro. It's our Super Bowl. That's when we'll drop it. Come Sounds on, good it's to too me. good though. For, no, Sounds it's good too to me. Good. Uh, two over one. We two can't. Over, two over no! one. Two over one. Your opinion no. doesn't really count on the show anyway, so we're doing it WrestleMania week. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking dope. Just break, get get ready, guys, because WrestleMania week we are gonna drop a bombshell on you guys. I love you, Sonny. I love you, Sonny Flow. Okay. Okay, moving on to the list. Um, in more controversy. What? Jimmy Uso gets the biggest. Yeah, what the Congratulations. fuck? Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, my man, this Jimmy, one hurt, man. This one hurt. This one hurt, man. Bro, what's wrong with this you, one hurt, bro? man. This one hurt. And, Lee, and, the, and the worst part is he wasn't the one driving. What? Bye. He wasn't even the one driving. <sighs> that was the worst part. Man, and it. Why, why, so pretty much, uh, Naomi, right? Uh, Jimmy Uso's wife was driving on a one way. And then um, I guess uh, the wrong way down the one. Uh, Jimmy was, uh, you know, tanking some alcoholic beverages. He was not driving, but uh, he get the, you know, she gets pulled over and she's talking to cops. And I guess Jimmy just kind of got um, what is it like? What is it when you get tough and you're drinking alcohol? What you do you got call the that? Beer, beer muscles. muscles. He got beer muscles and you know decided to take his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Decided, My man thought he was working. Decided to take his shirt off. He said, Uso. Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Clink, clink. And, and, this, and, and gets the congratulations, gets cuffed, oh he gets arrested. God. And what makes this worse is since 2012, this is actually his third arrest. Mm. Damn. So it, it's it's a shame, man. And, um, and I'm going to put a debt to these rumors because I honestly don't believe it. I would like to hear your thoughts and I would like to hear Leo's thoughts. The rumor and innuendo, innuendo. 
What is it? Is that the reason why they did this happened was because Naomi and Jimmy are trying to find reasons to get fired so they could go to AEW. I no. do not believe that at all. No. no, no, absolutely not. I don't think that's true. You know, um, it happens to a lot of people. These guys are traveling nonstop. They are not familiar with every city, people. They're traveling, and she was unfamiliar with the city. She went the wrong way down a one way. Her drunk ass boyfriend was upset when the cop pulled her out of the vehicle and tried to square up with a cop. I mean, it's simple as that. These guys are people. They're not perfect. My man was drinking, and he wanted to get tough. And it's a good thing that it ended the way it did because, you know, God forbid, you know, it would have went an- another way, and then we would have had a tragedy on our hands. So, um, you know, it, things happen, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think that this uh, that they are trying this much to get fired. And right. he, and knowing well, okay, put it this way. Knowing this or anything that has to do with this, WWE is not going to let them go. All they're going to do is send them home, right. suspend them indefinitely, and you still got to li- like live out your contract type shit. Yeah. Because right now that's what uh, Rusev and Lana are doing. If you look at it, because they're not in Total Divas anymore, so the next step is what? Just to take them out and send them home. Let them ride out the rest I wasn't, of the contract. I wasn't even going to really touch on that, but I guess we could connect both of them. You yeah, know, because with the they, Rusev, t- they took them out. They took Rusev and Lana off of Total Divas. They're doing some different... They're, they're switching some couple things in when it comes to the show Total Divas. Lana's out. Paige is out. Mm-hmm. And now you have... To- uh, the Bellas are out, too. The Bellas are out, too, because they're focusing on Total Bellas only. So, and there's no show. So, like, who's they, in the show? Who's left? Well, they're adding Sonya Deville onto the show. They're and adding Ronda Rousey to the show. That's going to bring eyes to the fucking product. Yeah, absolutely. As much as, as much yeah. as you know, we could be critical on Ronda Rousey's promos and stuff. You know, she's a name, and people yeah. are gonna watch that whether we like it or not. Um, especially with like her backstory and stuff, people are gonna be glued and watching it to see like what she's about. Even though we all know reality TV is a work, yeah. right? But you know, going back to the Lana and Rusev thing, they're out of the show, and they actually did um Chasing Glory, which is a uh, Lillian Garcia's podcast, mm-hmm. and they went off the record and, you know, kind of let WWE have it. You know, Rusev went on record saying, you know, how he feels about the WWE, how he feels like no matter what he does, he's never really given the ball. Lana went on saying that no matter what she tries to do, she feels like she's always getting screwed at the end. So, uh, you know, she broke down on the, on, the, on the podcast. So, you know, there's definitely some, seems like there could potentially be some bad blood there. Yeah. And just based on, the Rusev booking, not necessarily towards Lana, but like more towards Rusev. You know, the booking for Rusev ever since, and we go back to it, ever since he did the job to Cena at that WrestleMania 31, yes. you know, the booking with him has been inconsistent. And no matter what he does, he still is able to get himself over as a face or a heel. But for whatever reason, he always gets screwed at the end. Now they have him in this mishmash tag team with Nakamura for no apparent reason. I hate when they do stuff like that. Man. Yeah. Yeah, but they've been doing that for years, though, yeah. Sammy. For years. Like, yeah. we'll just put these two guys together and let this say, let's figure it out. But so let me ask you guys this, this thing. If you had Rusev, right, and you were to push him, would you push him as a babyface or a heel? He could do both. Yeah, when he, he was a both. heel, when he was a... The Bulgarian brute, he was amazing. As a face of Rusev Day, he's been super over. At at WrestleMania last year in New Orleans, he had one of the loudest pops there with Rusev Day. That whole match, that fatal four-way for the United States Championship with Orton, Jinder, and Bobby Roode, that whole crowd, Rusev Day throughout the whole match. Nobody cared about the other three people. Didn't Jinder win? 
and gender won. That's what yeah. we're talking about right there. Mm-hmm. Who who did we want to win? Rusev and who won? Mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal. So. And and to be honest, with you, it's kind of a shame. Rusev should have been a world champion by now, whether it's the universal title or the world title. He yeah. should have been a world champ by now. And you know they just you know the cookie cutter promos, uh, yeah. the inconsistent booking. It's always something with the WWE. That's why you know why we bash the WWE product. We always get praise to NXT because NXT is how we want our WWE product. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, continuing on to the list, let's go a little bit to different promotions. Let's head over to New Japan because my man. Who? Switch up, the, the big man. No, no. Wrong wrong guy. <laughs> um, Jay oh, White. Sweet. Zach Sabre Jr. No. Oh. Jay White. So that was your Why do you hate Zach Sabre Jr.? Oh. Oh. I hate Zach Sabre Jr. I To me, his wrestling style is boring. I'm not fond of it. Um, I know he's a... Let me let me rewind back. He is a talented guy. Okay. Not saying that he's not a talented dude. Right. His style of wrestling does not do it for me. Mm. You know, even though I went to final battle uh, in December and he had a match, a really really good match with uh, Jonathan Grisham, I was booing the hell out of Zack Saber Jr. throughout <laughs> that whole night. You could probably, if you watch that paper, you could probably hear me like, "Hey, Zack Saber Jr., you suck. I hate you." Like that, that's literally me. <laughs> but I, he just doesn't do it for me. To me. I, I just can't connect with the guy. It, like he's a talented dude. He just doesn't do it for me. I feel you. Okay. Just not for me. Not for but you, um, yeah, man, my man Jay White, bro, the Switchblade defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I know we were both up actually watching this uh, live on New Japan World. Yeah. I was up too, but I was driving though. Congratulations, you played yourself. Can't be what? I know we were both watching it. Um, we were texting back and forth. It was a really good match, man. Um, Leo and I have actually talked about in the past how Jay White in the last year did like mm. a complete 180 because I wasn't sold on him last year with his first match with Tanahashi. Right. I thought that was one of the weakest matches of the yeah. whole show. But then I think he started getting his groove like after he defeated Omega for that United States Championship and then he just started having a series of great matches. I'm like, okay, I like this guy. And the funny thing about Jay White is... I was seeing Jay White already in Ring of Honor when he was still a a, a young boy, a, a young lion, right? Right. Because you have him, you have Ring of Honor in New Japan, you know, cross promote. So he was in Ring of Honor. He had a good run in Ring of Honor. He had great ma- matches with my cousin Punishment Martinez. <laughs> He's not my cousin. <laughs> That's your cousin. Um, uh, he had a phenomenal match with Wall Osprey. I think Leo might have been to that show with me when he had a match with Wall Osprey in a Hammerstein Ballroom. Yes. Okay. We seen Jay White. He used to wrestle with white tights. Like before, he had no gimmick. He was just. Uh, you know, a New Zealand guy that, you know, he was good in the ring. And then when they debuted him in New Japan as the Switchblade, I don't know if they just pushed him too soon with a match with Tanahashi. And it's like, how can you have a bad match with Tanahashi? But I just wasn't sold on him. But, you know. And, and we and we did speak about that, mm-hmm. about it would have been a better match if they would have given it some time. Not yeah. time in the ring, mm-hmm. but time for Jay White to catch up. Yeah. Progress a little bit. Yeah. So uh, what did you think about the match? What did you think about Jay White being the new champ? I love the match. And you know what happened is I was half watching it because it was early. And I was scrolling on my phone. And I in my head, I was like, I don't think Jay White's going to win. So I'm not going to really pay too close attention to this. I'm not going to be like fully engaged. And I heard one, two, three. I looked up and Jay White won. I said, hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> I got to rewatch this match now. Did you do an Austin, like, real quick? Yeah. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> I was like, what happened? I was no, not expecting that. Not so fast. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. But I praise New Japan because they lost a bunch of stars, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. doing what WWE needs to do. Create, create new, new stars. stars. Yeah, they do. They have that Madison Square Garden show. Mm-hmm. Those secondhand tickets are going for dirt cheap. I'm not going to say what I found because I don't want you to go buying them up. Mm. But they're going for dirt cheap. <laughs> All right. But um, they need the, to keep interest. You know, well, imagine if they go to Madison Square Garden as half full. Well, the thing, and the thing is, um, the, second this, the second they lost stars, you know, I think, you know, while the wrestling boom is up and running, right? Because there's right. so many different promotions or whatever. I think the two companies that were... S- highly affected with all this was New Japan and Ring of Honor. Like, even Ring of Honor, like, the venues they used to run when the Elite was still, like, part of the promotion, they're they're just selling half of them. So, now I think Ring of Honor has to go back to their roots, start running a little bit more smaller venues. Right. And, you know, start building up stuff again. I mean, Ring of Honor is doing the right steps, you know, having Juice Robinson now part of the promotion, giving him his own stable, whatever. And, you know, if you watch Ring of Honor TV, I mean, the last, you know, I've been watching the last two episodes on the Fight App, and they've been really good. The, the episodes I've been enjoying, very easy hour to watch, just right. like MLW. And New Japan, same thing. You know, they, they took a hit, but I think New Japan is in the step in the right direction, creating new stars or whatever. And just the possibility that there's still an open-door po- policy with with Jericho and Omega possibly returning to the company. And also, we got some big news at this show at New Japan, uh, New Japan's New Beginning, that Kota Bushi, he's staying with New Japan. Yeah, he came out and he was like, I ain't going nowhere. So let He didn't say it like that. He said it in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if he spoke English, he'd probably say it like that. But let me ask you guys this. How long is the least amount of time you need to build a character, to build a star. So Jay White, going back a year ago, we are like, oh, this guy's not ready. And you also have, what, two, three years before that when he was doing the independent scene. But let's say, let's look at just the, do you think a year is good enough for them to build a star? I think it varies on the star and it varies like on who the actual person is. I think Jay White, what suffered, it, what suffered with Jay White going back a year ago mm-hmm. was what was the point of him challenging uh, Tanahashi for the like IC strap and why did he deserve the IC strap? Because it was yeah. just a guy that used to be a young boy and a young lion, which if you go back to like when AJ Styles was still in the company or whatever, you go back to some of those G1 cards from like 2016 He's icing dudes down. He's icing dudes down, and you see him like in, uh, like in ringside or whatever. So it's like, okay, who are you? Who's the switchblade or whatever? And then you know, not to like dish Roman in any way, but like I felt like when they pushed him to face Tanahashi, it was kind of like Roman Reigns type booking because okay. it's like, why is this guy getting a shot? And then the match didn't was very underwhelming. And it's like, okay, we know Tanahashi could go. Jay White, yeah, we've seen him have really good matches in Ring of Honor, but now, okay, you are you gonna step up? Are you gonna are you going to, like, rise to this occasion, like, this platform that you're given? And to me, he didn't do that. But I guess he got a chip on his shoulder after his match was eh from Wrestle Kingdom last year. And guess what? He's been hitting home runs nonstop, winning the United States strap, having great matches with Omega, Adam Page, and having a phenomenal G1, beating Okada, beating Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's been, like, on a roll. And he's feeling his character. He knows what he is. He's the type of guy... He knows what he needs to play in that ring. He he he's not afraid of heat. Yeah. At all. 
And that's a lost, uh, I guess that's like one of the lost gems when it comes to wrestling, like being not being afraid to get heat, like legit heat. Yeah. there, There's um, a right time and a wrong time. I feel like this was the right time for Jay White, um, especially what, what the company is going through right now. They need to create new stars. There's been times where we give WWE a lot of uh, flack for not creating new stars. Do you guys remember when Sheamus debuted? He Against, won the WWE uh, Championship yeah. in a month. Yeah, he beat in a Cena table match. in a table match. Beat Cena. I think it, it all depends with the star. I don't think that was a good way to build Sheamus. I think this was a great way to build Jay White. I think Brock Lesnar, going back to 2002 when he debuted mm -hmm. after WrestleMania, by the time June rolled around, he was winning the King of the Ring, and then he wins the strap at SummerSlam, and we were already sold on this guy. So it all depends on on who the person is, what their story is, mm -hmm. what kind of build they're getting, and the organic feel you're getting from the crowd. I mean, you look at Becky Lynch right now. I mean, she's been in a company for a while, but she's getting to that point where she's getting white hot, mm -hmm. you know, and it's time to put that strap on her at wrestlemania so it all depends i feel like this is the perfect time for jay white um i want to see what happens at the garden yeah i'm definitely going to be there i just gotta find, <laughs> find the right price get, ticket get this ticket <laughs> and just to add one more thing to uh to what we were saying about the garden show you know uh jay white will be defending that iwgp heavyweight championship at the garden show at the g1 supercard so what they're going to do is um in a couple of weeks they're going to start the new japan cup last year um, Zack Zaber Jr. won the New Japan Cup, and he challenged Okada for the IWGP strap. Um, this year, normally how the New Japan Cup works is like whoever wins the cup, whoever wins the tournament, they get to pick any singles title they want to challenge. Mm. This year, they made it. You get to challenge the IWGP uh, Heavyweight Championship. So uh, okay. I'm going to go with Kota Ibushi winning it. I think we're going to see Kota and Jay White at the Garden. Just my prediction. I agree, especially after that mm -hmm. whole I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That I think that's going to be a great match too. Yeah. Well, and you got to make sure you push him too. You know what I mean? You need to make sure that Well, Kota Bush is already star, so like no, no, I'm but sure I mean, he's gonna, if he if he does win the cup, hypothetically here, if he does win the New Japan Cup, he's going to have a great showing and it's going to definitely be believable mm -hmm. whether whether he does the job or not at the Garden. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. We'll I, see. I'm hoping Jay White wins cuz we're going to the Bullet Club block party and if any of you guys are there, we we'll are? see you there. Well, and Sam and I are. Leo, you can, can still go. Can I go? Yes, you can. Can I go, guys? I want to go. Get that shit out of your head. Wife, <laughs> <laughs> right, can I go? All right. Go. Moving on, and then we'll get to talk about the Chamber of Elimination. But we have to talk about, or at least mention, AW Double or Nothing sells out in four fucking minutes. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. They said it couldn't be done. And it happened. Oh, we did. I'm I'm a little hurt that I can't afford to get down to Las Vegas. You and me year. both, brother. You and me both. I don't think I'll be able to get the time off on Memorial Day weekend either for my, my real job. The way my life is set up, that's not happening. Right. But <laughs> everybody that's going, have fun. Enjoy yourself. Drink up. Mm -hmm. Have a great mm -hmm. time. Enjoy the weekend of wrestling and take but, many, many pictures. But here's a good thing, though. Here's the, you know, while that is somewhat of a negative that we would like to be there and we can't go, guess what, guys? All of us here have the option to watch it on pay-per-view. Right. So that's a good thing. We still get to support it. And I said it back when All In happened. I would have loved to have been at All In. But guess what? I did my 
part as a wrestling fan and supported these guys of what they were doing. Yeah, and too, I ordered, uh, you know, all in the PPV, and it was a great pay per view. It was very enjoyable. Depending on the price, if it's like thirty five, I'll definitely buy it at my house. But if it's like a seventy dollar pay per view, I suggest we all we split, we do a joint split. venture. Yeah. We we'll do a joint venture. Joint mm-hmm. venture. Joint venture. You know, maybe we'll do a uh, you know a Lucha Outsiders show, a viewing party. Hey, I'm down for that. Just, just, just saying. Yeah, just man. saying. Just that, saying. We could do something like that. You're definitely getting a divorce, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All these people show up to Leo's house. <laughs> hey, I got the beer. What do you mean I can't come to a party? I listen to your damn show. Apartment A. That's what I'm gonna say. Apartment A. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, but yeah, congrats to AEW, man. I'm sure the show is gonna be great. Um, looking forward to them. Looking forward to the matches. Looking forward to the surprise they're gonna be there. Right, man. It should be fun for everybody that's going there too in Vegas because you got Starcast there and all this different stuff. I have a feeling that after the main event there will be a surprise. I just don't know who and I don't know what, but I have a feeling that they're gonna end the night with a oh my god moment on the taker, and we're gonna be like, oh man, I can't wait till the next show. Or, What's oh man, happen? I should have been there. Oh man, I should have been there. Right? Um. Okay, so just to wrap on AEW, some some a tidbit came out this week. Uh, Jericho posted a picture with him and Batista, and um, uh-huh. and the rumors going around is that you know AEW, he's kind of like in a in a contract war or like a bidding war with with WWE and AEW. Batista's in the middle, and he's open to do AEW now. Just to kind of throw you guys a little backstory real quick, and I found this very interesting. And I shout out to Ryan Sand for this. I know people don't like Ryan Sand, but he doesn't bother me. Um, I just followed him on Twitter. Actually. He he just um, he dropped a, a, a interesting note. You know, when it came to like I guess Batista's mindset, because they were like, "Oh, you, why would he do WWE like that?" You know, he's been such a loyal guy, even though he's been very critical on the product, saying like the PG stuff you, you has has ruined. Um, some of the stuff with WWE and he just doesn't like that. He's very anti that. Well, he kind of compared it to like his contract situation and like his stuff with Marvel. And the reason why he was saying that is that the rumor is that the next Avengers movie, his character gets killed like officially, you know, spoiler alert. Spoiler. Damn. So Drax is done. Apparently we don't know how true that is. I'm hurt. bro. So, he said that he's kind of bitter for that because remember the director for the Guardians, he got caught in some type of controversy, so he got fired for the next Guardians film. I can't think. I think it's James something. James. Uh, James Woods. No. James. James. Is that his name? James Woods. I think it's James Dunn or something like that. Whoever's on, if whoever who's on the live chat, who's the director from the first two Guardian movies? Well, anyway, he's not going to direct the third movie. That director from the two Guardians movies, James something, I can't think of his last name, he's going to direct the new Suicide Squad movie. So apparently he has a tight relationship with Batista, so he's jumping from Marvel to being DC in the next Suicide <laughs> movie. Batista is Batman. He's a new Batman, I call it So right He could be. The rumor is <laughs> James, like him. No, I'm James, kidding, I'm James, kidding. James Gunn. Okay, there James you go. Gunn. James, James Gunn. Gunn. I think that was Batman back in the day. So... What, what am I, I, I guess loyalty is like it goes out the door when it comes to Batista at this point because Batista. He, so he's gonna leave Marvel to go to DC. So why not? You know, for a one he, shot, he's another one that did his wife dirty. Yeah, what? yeah, it's a couple yeah. people. Yeah, man, a couple people. <laughs> he never had loyalty. Let's, let's remind <laughs> but, ourselves of so, this right now. So, would you be interested on Batista possibly doing an AEW run or maybe the match or something? I would love to see him working with not Jericho. <laughs> somebody mm-hmm. that um is coming from the ring of honor scene 
like uh, one of the Bullet Club members, maybe uh, Hangman, Hangman Page. Man. Yeah, I think Hangman would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I you know, I think uh, I, I would be intrigued because um, I feel like they could tell like kind of a cool backstory, like meaning like oh, the reason why I was held down in other places was because of you would be kind of a Cody and Batista story. Mm. I think that would be pretty interesting. Mm. Oh, I what, like that. Yeah, and what you do is you you build them. I wasn't meant to place the bomb. I no, went no, to go disappear. That was worth it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that Cody Batista storyline. <laughs> AEW, don't steal that. We want our rights. Give us yeah, the money. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Buy a shirt too. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I think with that is you need to do it straight heel. Batista like, being a heel. Yes. 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 So did you guys catch the video of Jericho? About the things. He's the reason why <laughs> Double or Nothing sold out in four minutes. So the first. What, 15 seconds? He's praising everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, we did it. Yeah. And then he turns it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's it even what you got, need. It even got The Rock's attention. Even The Rock congratulated Jericho. That's yeah. what you <laughs> need Batista to be. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. Batista to come out, make believe he's going to be a face, and then just turn on everybody. Because mm. you need Batista as a heel. I think Batista, his best work was as a heel, not a baby face. I'm going to second that. I have really enjoyed his heel work. I really enjoyed his heel work. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of his heel work. I remember right before he left when he was like doing like the crybaby, almost like Kanye West Hollywood adjacent. When he used remember to come he out with the leather vest. Yeah, yeah. And he was dressing real fashionable. And he was. And when he said he quit, he was in a wheelchair <laughs> in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Quit, I'm gonna that quit. Great. That was great. All right, let's get into some WWE talk. Let's talk about the Chamber of Elimination. There we what? go. Tonight. The Elimination Chamber happening tonight. Uh, Leo, are you going to watch? Probably. Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Probably. I'm going to lie to you. <laughs> We're on the road to WrestleMania, Leo. Come on. Come on, man. I got kids. <laughs> you guys walked in and you saw what's going on. Okay, your kids can watch wrestling. No. <laughs> no. They're going to be the suplexing. One, the, yeah, the one watches wrestling, he'll run into the door. Probably. <laughs> oh, boy. Just saying. Suplex city, bitch. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this card. Let's get into some of the storylines that's been happening. Card. Card. All right, let's talk about, um, well, there's not really much story here, but we'll talk about it. Buddy Murphy, Cruiserweight champ, the the Cruiserweight juggernaut defending his Cruiserweight championship against Tozawa. Who do you got here? I I don't see Buddy dropping the belt yet. No, neither do I. But I want Tozawa to win. I like Tozawa. I think he's very underrated. Yeah. I, I like him a lot, but Buddy is on this roll. I don't see anybody in 205 Live taking that title off him. No, Nobody. Uh, ring work, his character is completely, I don't. No, and plus plus you need to build, again, going back to that, you need to build your character. Right. Like you, uh, Buddy Murphy, he just, you know, he won the title, what, at the Land Down Under, whatever the shit was. Uh, Super Showdown. That one. Um you still need time, especially with a show like 205 Live, which not a lot of eyes are on it. Nope. So you need to have, you can't have like your your top guy shows up and the next week is another guy and the next week is another guy. Like you need to be able to build that, have that connection to people to say, okay, you know what? 205 Live is Buddy Murphy. Let me go and watch him. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't see him dropping it either. All right, um, let's move on to more meaningless matches. Um, we got Braun Strowman versus Barrett Corbin oh. and uh no DQ match. Do we care? No. Who do we got? No. Didn't we just see this match at TLC? Bro, this is, like I said, you know, we're on the road to WrestleMania and we get a bullshit match like this. And Baron Corbin is still dressed like Constable Corbin. Why? 
Like he's not a GM no more. He's not like a uh, a constable anymore. Like what is he? Why is he still dressed like you know? Don't get me wrong. He looks like a sharp guy. Like because if not, he puts on the leather pants, and you're gonna want him to grow out his hair again, and it doesn't grow back. What? He looks better as a bald guy. Yeah, he does. Constable Corbin. That drives me nuts. Baron Corbin's doing the job tonight. Mm-hmm. We got my man Braun. He's gonna win it. Um, he's got to build his steam back up, right? Isn't that what Vince wants? That's why he took him out of that uh, Brock Lesnar scene because he wants him to. Dave, Dave, you know, Braun Strowman has been a fucking disaster since they took off. The, you know, they they let that gas pedal. You know, they let go of that gas pedal on him. Right back, Jace. Yo, man, it's. Bad, bro. Yeah. It, it's, Feed me more. Get these hands. Yo, it, you, you're right. The comparisons are like right there. Like, you know, heel turn and then a face turn. And then you could say the same thing for Elias, too. You know, the guy was super over and then they turned him heel for no apparent reason. Yeah. Again, it's Because Jeff Jarrett. That has nothing to do with Jarrett, though. <laughs> yeah. It has to do with yeah. Vince, because you know? Jeff, Jeff Jarrett needs to have pop, th- right? But yeah, that but Jarrett works better as a heel. I know. You know, the don't piss me off shit, you know, him being, you Slap know. Slap nuts. Well, you know, like, he, he's better. He works better as a heel. So Rap that, is crap. So let me ask you this. Just because a person is in the Hall of Fame, does that automatically make them a baby face? No. Mm. No. No. If it, it feels like that, Leo, now that you mention it, because I. Because, I, I, yeah, that that's what. Every I, time they're like a Hall of Famer, it's like. Like, you crap. could still boo Jeff Jarrett if you wanted to. Right. But he's in the Hall of Fame, so you're not going to. Like you didn't hear booze. Like people were actually happy to see him in the pop. But yeah, but we live in a world, in the wrestling world now that, you know, even if a guy's supposed to be a heel or not, he still gets cheers. For example, Elias, they're, you know, flipping a coin when whether, whether he's a heel or face, but even with in between the booze, you can still hear pops for the Elias. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like and that goes back to what I was telling you about Jay White. You know, he's one of those guys that's not afraid of heat. Mm. So, it, it, you know, it, to me, just because you're a Hall of Famer doesn't necessarily mean that you're uh, a face heel, whatever. Yeah. whatever. At least I don't say it that way. Right. You know, I get what you guys are saying. Like, you know, he's automatically a face. But, mm-hmm. but no, no, not automatically a face. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm saying is, like, the crowd reaction. Like, have you guys heard? Well, it goes back to nostalgia, which is what we always talk yeah, about. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if, if you have the Iron Sheik come out, like. Oh, he's getting so- a pop. No, that's, 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 it, that's his that's, guy right that's there. That's my boy. I know, I know. <laughs> that's his guy right so, there. So, but that, but that's the thing. Like, you can't you can't boo him. You cannot boo the Iron Sheik, Baba. You cannot <laughs> boo him. I actually saw the little documentary thing that they did when uh, when uh, they started to show how he he started to become relevant through like the little clips that he used to do. It's actually really good. Uh, Fucking really good bullshit. Watch. Yeah, that one. <laughs> when they took him to Howard Stern. My man be getting pissed about everything. All right. In the next match, um, we got Bobby Lashley. My man, Bobby Lashley. The man of the hour. Uh-huh. He smells like money. <laughs> um, we got Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. Why is a guy like Bobby Lashley in a handicap match? Where he's the one with the partner versus a guy like Finn Balor. That makes no fucking sense to me. Because we if, need to push him, baby. If, if Bobby Lashley is the almighty. Like, I, I don't get that. Why? Bobby Lashley's a big guy. He's a big boy. And if you look boy. at my Instagram, you'll see a picture of me and Finn Balor standing next to each other. We are about the same size. I'm not a tall guy. I'm about 5'8". All right? Um, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't think I've been paying too close of attention attention to the raw 
product at, it's at trash. the moment. The raw is no, horrible. Even, to be even, with even you, if it made did sense. Did the McMahons make this match? Like probably. What Listen, is, what is happening? To here? describe the three hours of Raw, this is pretty much what you watch for three hours. Raw is so trash. I'm sorry. It's horrible, man. It, it, it just doesn't make sense to me at all. How did this match come about? Um, after Finn Balor, you know, got beat by Lesnar the following night, he came out cutting a promo where he took Lesnar to the where he claimed they took Lesnar to the limit, and then Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush came out, and that's how the feud started because you know Leo and and Bobby put hands on feet on Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how the whole feud started. And did he say is oh, like, I, I could build beat up. you and you at the same time? Like, how did this? It, it, it makes it, no, there's sense. no sense. There's no sense whatsoever why there's a handicap match. You know, one guy that that's 10 times bigger than Finn Balor, right? You know, and especially because Leo keeps saying, like, he keeps trolling Paul Heyman saying, like, Bobby Lashley is better than Brock Lesnar. So why is a guy that's, quote, unquote, better than Brock Lesnar need a partner to, you know, face Finn Balor in a handicap match? Like, it makes no the sense. The only thing I can say is maybe they're looking for heat, but he already has heat. He has heat. Yeah. I mean, people don't like him because he's kind of boring. And then they put him with Leo Rush, and he's kind of annoying. So you mm-hmm. got heat right there. I mean, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I, I like, like it because I like it too because I'm I'm a fan of Heat. I'm yeah. a fan of you know people you know playing knowing their role right. And Leo Rush knows his role like very very well. Yeah. I feel like they saved that character because it was um, it was getting ugly. It was like uh oh they had him running uh, obstacle course on one episode of Raw. I was like what is this? What is he doing? But it's it seems like they saved the character for me at least in my opinion. I uh, don't see Bobby Lashley dropping the title just yet. Um, no, I think it'll be, it'll be a mistake if you do that. Yeah, especially in a handicap match. Um, I feel bad for Finn Balor because I feel like he needs a win right now. Right? Do you think he needs a win, Mario? <sighs> He's not gonna win, bro. I, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with Balor. There's no. I what? like Balor. But he needs the win. Unless you know what? I feel like he might get the win, but he might do it on DQ where the title doesn't swap. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. Keep the title on Bobby, but give the win to we, Finn. We, we talked about it off air. I think Lashley, if he when he does drop the the Intercontinental Championship, I think it'll probably be maybe some at some point. Uh, I don't know, maybe in WrestleMania or something. What, whatever they decide to do, whether it's going to be a multi man match or you know some type of uh, you know one on one. But I mean, if you're building him as a as a beast, as a uh, as a machine, and all the shit that they're trying to do, hey. Do it. Yeah, but you know what? Like, okay, you're saying that as a fan, like, hey, he's he looks like a machine, right? Right. You he know, going like back to his TNA days, his, one of his nicknames was Walking Armageddon. Right. He's a monster. He looks like an action figure. Okay, but yet, look at where they got him in. They have him in a, in a meaningless handicap match against a guy that's much smaller than him. How can you build a guy like that? I think what you said it's no building to me uh, when we were having a conversation once. I think they need to build up Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley because I remember when Brock was in the UFC and then Bobby Lashley was in, uh, I think, Bellator. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get a deal with UFC. Everybody wanted to see Brock Lesnar fight Bobby Lashley in a cage in the UFC. So why don't we do this in WWE? They're both under contract. That's the match that people want to see, I feel like. Because it makes sense, and they it, probably won't do it. Right. These guys both have an MMA background. It seems like WWE doesn't even want to discuss that about Bobby Lashley. 
Why don't they talk about that about his character? You know, I think mean? it would. I think it would make for a good story too if like they not if both. Well, I know Paul Heyman does acknowledge a. Uh, um, Brock Lesnar's UFC uh, background, but like if they, you know, without mentioning Bellator, because I don't know like the situation between Bellator and WWE, if like there's any beef or anything like that. Right. But like, let's say if they didn't want to mention Lashley's uh, Bellator stuff, like if they were just mentioning his MMA gimmick and just his MMA career, or whatever, and you know, Bobby could, you know, without saying much, could be like, you know, Lesnar's been ducking me for years or say something right. like that. Like, that would, you know, at least for a mainstream audience, like, you know, maybe guys like us wouldn't expect, like, the most technical match. But maybe if they could give us a match like how we got for Goldberg and Lesnar at uh, WrestleMania 33. Yeah. That was in, in Florida, right? Yeah. How short, it was short, sweet, but it, like. High action. But high action. If they could give us a match like that when right. it comes to a Lash and Lesnar, we'll, we'll get mainstream stuff. Like, you know, if you put that as a semi-main. Right. You, it's going to it's gonna draw eyes. And you know, it, imagine Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, like, doing a face-off as, like, a, a SummerSlam poster. Yeah, that image. Uh, it, 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 you know, it's draws money. Eyes, it's yeah. money. Yeah, so I feel like that that's the match that people would want to see Bobby Lashley uh, do. And I feel like a win over Brock Lesnar on Brock's way back out of the company would be great for him if he's going to be staying with WWE for the long term. So um, I don't think he's losing tonight. Bobby Lashley keeps the strap. Finn Balor does the job. Um, well, hopefully they give Finn the win some way, uh, but keep the strap on Lashley because I'm not really ready to see him drop the title yet. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, I definitely want to touch some time on this because we didn't get to talk about it last week. So we got Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Championship against Ruby Riot. Now, before we focus on this match, I, I think we definitely need to talk about this whole triangle with Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Ronda, especially some of the booking decisions for Becky Lynch the last two weeks. Which makes no fucking sense to me. So let's rewind back a little bit. You know, the Royal Rumble, she wins the Royal Rumble. And prior to that, you know, she taps out to Asuka, which the Asuka tap out to me was very questionable. Questionable. Like, why did you tap out to Asuka? Like, you know, maybe it could have been like a quick roll up or maybe, I don't know, maybe she would have passed out or something like that because of the pain. I, the tap out to me hurt her a little bit, but they redeemed their, the, herself, you know, by winning the Rumble. This is what I got to say about it. WWE forgets the rules of professional wrestling there used to be a time limit it was yeah, a very was. easy way to end a match and keep the baby face looking great rick flair used to do broadways all the time in the nwa days and he would go from town to town making these guys look great oscar was the champion why wasn't there a time limit draw? Why wasn't there a double count out through some crazy, um, you know, finish through like a table or something? There's so many different ways you can end it that match. It could have ended on a new uh, DQ or something or maybe like a double count out or something like that. Right. Instead of, you know, it, it while the end result was Becky winning the Rumble, I do feel like it took a little bit out of her character, you know, seeing Becky Lynch tap out if she's such a rebel, she's such a, such a badass. Why like, she, she, didn't, she didn't have to fucking tap out. John Cena wouldn't have quit. And then... It, <laughs> Steve Austin wouldn't yeah. have quit. Exactly. And it, that's what mind boggles me. It right. mind boggles me. You have the hottest, arguably, the hottest star in that company right now, and you make her tap out. Why? You don't need to do that. And then fast forward to this past, um, you know, Monday night, you, you know, the end result that we got, 
you know, where they build out for the the whole three hours was, you know, the decision. Will Becky Lynch apologize to the, you know, to the to to Triple H and Stephanie or whatever, right? Only to her having apologized, which already hurts her even more. And then Vince just takes her out of the match. For that, have her be a rebel. Have her not apologize. Have her attack Stephanie. Have her attack Triple H or whatever. Then Vince comes out and he's like, you know what? You're I don't suspe- like your attitude. Yeah, I don't like your attitude. <laughs> now you're getting suspended. Right. And now taking you out of the match and then giving it to Charlotte. Have her do that. Right. And now it makes sense. And now it makes perfect sense or whatever. But no, you have her apologize. And it's like Austin would have never done that. Right. Or maybe say do something like this. All right, Stephanie. Triple H, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you actually thought I was gonna apologize. There you go. And then have her like, and then have her like attack Stephanie or like hit Triple H in the nuts or do something like that. And then that's you enter Vince McMahon. You have her like, oh, you think you're bigger than the company, blah blah blah. Well, now you're suspended and you're off WrestleMania. And this is the person that's gonna be the new Raw Women's Champion. Champion. And then you have Charlotte coming out. Right. Instead, you you're 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 pouring. Like you're you you're just you're softening up Becky. Which why would you do that? It pisses me off to no end. Um, this is not the story that we want to be told here. Listen, no. and for the people that got pissed off that oh why is Charlotte in the match? You get the biggest. Congratulations, you played. That was yourself. a plan all along, right? Yeah. Why so- are you so mad? You know, there's people that are like, I'm canceling my network subscription. <laughs> like, That's what are you? You don't get worked. Like the reason why. This storyline got McMahon eyes because that's the best best way to put put it. Yeah, is they're trolling the audience. Of course, but I don't mind a McMahon being part of this storyline. I don't mind the fact that they're trolling us, but have it make sense. And the fact that you had Becky apologize and then you have Becky tap out at the Rumble, it's hurting your character. Yeah, yeah. why would you do that to your top star? I don't know. Man, <laughs> you're right there, Mark. Last week I was letting Leo have it, and now I'm letting WWE have it. So I'm get him. I'm staying quiet. Um, anything else you want to add on to that? I think you got it, man. Everything that I was gonna say, you said it perfectly. I don't understand why they booked it the way they did. I I do like Charlotte being injected into this because, and we saw it coming anyway. Right, we saw we saw it coming. We talked about it weeks beforehand. Uh, on prior episodes that you can find in the archives. But, um, man, I don't understand what they're doing with Becky. I really love what they're doing with Charlotte on the opposite end of things because they're basically saying this is our chosen one, this is who we want, and it's getting real heat. People are pissed. People are saying she doesn't deserve to be in the match. Guess what? Where's that congratulations? Uh, Right there. Congratulations. You played yourself. After her 2018... Who are you to tell Charlotte she doesn't deserve to be in the main event of WrestleMania? Who are you to tell a, a, a talent like Charlotte saying that she not she's not the backbone of the women's division? Yo, she had an incredible year and people got pissed off at me, which I don't give a damn because nobody had an argument. Why I we made her the Lucha Outsider show made her the 2018 Female of the Year. I'm not going to just ride on this Becky Lynch coattails. And I'm a Becky Lynch fan. I'm not going to ride on her coattails just because she had an incredible, you know, fourth quarter of yeah. a year. Charlotte killed it 2018. And what I love 
is her heel work. She is the best. It comes out naturally. Her her face reactions, just her promo style when she's a heel, it's fucking amazing. Like I was watching her on tu- on Tuesday night on SmackDown, and her opening up the segment, you know, opening up the show, just cutting into the crowd or whatever. Fucking love that shit. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, and um, we all know why she's getting injected into this match. There's too much invested in Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. She's not losing tonight. Nope. Sorry, Ruby Riot. But you're doing the job just I, I, you like know, everybody and, and else. I, and, you know, it's funny because I've talked about it on the show, too, that, you know, like Becky Lynch, I'm, I'm a big uh, uh, fan of Ruby Riot. I think Ruby right. Riot is very underrated. I think she's an awesome talent. I think she she's a great seller. She's a great worker. Um, I, I saw a little bit of her indie stuff before she got signed to the E. And I think with Ruby Riot, I think she's going to make Ronda look good. Yeah. And also, you know, um, while we all know what's going to be the result here, you know, as much as I like Ruby Riot, I know she's not going to win. But, you know, we were talking about um, going back to the Lucha Mafia episode where you could, you know, listen to the archives. You know, you had mentioned a, a, a great idea, you know, have Ember Moon win the, the, the Royal Rumble and have her challenge Oscar for the SmackDown title. Yeah. And, you know, Oscar right now, she's kind of like lost in the shuffle because she's not on the card. Right. We haven't seen her in on SmackDown for the last two to th- two weeks. We have not seen her on SmackDown or whatever. Right. She's not different. You know, so... What do we do with what do we do with um Oscar WrestleMania? Amber Moon is injured right now. She's gonna be out for a while. Why don't you give Ruby Riot that shot at the SmackDown title? I think it'll make for a great match. Just an idea. I would love to see it. It's just getting the Riot Squad on SmackDown, and it's a perfect way. And we'll talk about the Elimination Chamber with the women. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna be a perfect way because the women's championship floats right the tag titles float right so why don't we get the riot squad on smackdown Mm -hmm. and then ruby riot comes in along with them yeah because there are three women so let's talk let's do yeah let's 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 talk about this match let's talk about Mm -hmm. the elimination chamber match for the for the first ever uh wwe women's tag titles fun fact yes go ahead fact this is not the first ever WWE Women's Tag Titles. They actually yeah. had uh going back like many many years ago. There was a there was Women's Tag Titles, but they was only got only got defended like four different times, and the then they Flying Bomb Angels. Yeah, and they it only got defended like four times, and they just completely like just yeah you know. Now, do do you well, think that these titles are gonna have the same fate? No, not the way this women's divisions is like the women's division on WWE. You know, if, while. The stories might not be all that great, but th- what they're doing in the ring is just simply amazing. And, you know, with the NXT stuff and then you got the UK stuff or whatever, I do see, I hope, while right now it's just Raw and SmackDown, I do hope eventually when we got some stability in the women's tag division and, you know, they start making their own craft for women's tag division, mm. I hope that they kind of, go outside meaning like you know how Finn Balor showed up at NXT UK I would like to see the women's tag champions go to other and some of these other brands and be like you know we're the women's tag champs and we're not only tag champions but we're tag champions of the world and we want to defend these titles all over the place so hey mm-hmm. whoever wants to step up in NXT UK or the NXT division step up let's go that would be dope um i think down the line not right away but down the line, with what we've seen so far with the May Young Classic, with the pay-per-view evolution, 
with these women tag titles being, you know, brought back. Down the line, I feel like one day there will be an all-women's WWE show on the network. Whether it's on the network, I don't think they'll get a TV deal. It'll be something like 205 Live. Um, I feel like it'll be an easy hour to watch. Would it be PMS Live? Oh. Hit, hit, hit him with one of those buttons. <laughs> get that shit out of your head! <laughs> um, PMS Daily. <laughs> um, really? So that means that show's going to be on once a month? That is a disgusting act. Why you got to be like that, bro? I'm sorry. This is why people don't like you on the show. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I'm I'm with you, man. I think having a, a women a women's weekly show, I think, would be dope. You know, yeah. we were evolution. It was in my I think it was like top three, top five shows of the year last year. I enjoyed the show so much. We were coming out of there like, wow, yeah, what a fucking surprised. amazing show. And I think the next step would be, you know, we got women's tag titles now. We have uh, a women's title in every division: NXT UK, NXT SmackDown Raw. Um, I think and now we have the pay-per-view evolution. I think the next step would be having a weekly show. How would they do that? How they'll make this work? I think there's a way to doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, How would you do it, though? Uh, you could do an hour. Okay, so you got 205 getting taped on SmackDown, right? Why don't you tape an hour before Raw? And there you go. Instead of giving us main event, which nobody fucking watches, give us a fucking women's show. There you go. Or or you could do it down in, uh, at Full, full Sail. sail. Or even in the UK. Yeah, you, I don't think they're going to fly their people to UK. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. But they could figure it out. Well, maybe the tag team champs, they fly out there. Well, yeah, they'll yeah. do that eventually when 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 they establish an actual division. When, it, you know, after a couple of defenses and, you know, we got champions that are, like, you know, getting billed and they're just going through tag teams or whatever. Yeah. And they, they want to be like, hey, they want to test their waters in NXT or NXT UK. Like, how dope would it be a woman's tag title defense like at a, at a takeover, whether that's UK or, the, you know, normal NXT takeovers. I think they'll be awesome. And plus yeah. it adds for people to actually watch that mm-hmm. stuff too. And the subscriptions and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, So you're going with the Riot Squad. So, oh, so we got the Riot Squad. We yeah, got the... We got the Riot Squad. We got Tamina and um, Nia Jax. We got Sasha Banks and Bailey. We got Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Um, Naomi and Carmella and the Ooh. Iconics. I like every team here except for the Carmella, Naomi. Because it technically should be Naomi and Asuka. Yeah, it's like a mismatch. And yeah, Asuka and her were tagging before. So mm-hmm. what the hell? But Because um, we got to put Carmella in everything. Well, I, li- I like Carmella. I like Carmella. You know, the, it just doesn't the, it, feel it, natural. And it also, right now, with the climate that we're living in now, for what transpired the last twenty four hours, I think it's like it sucks on timing. I'm sure she's uh, mentally. Pre- I'm, I'm think. I think mentally. <laughs> I think mentally, she's preparing herself to like what that audience is going to say to her. Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to be nice no, whatsoever. They might even pull her. You never know. Yeah, she could get attacked well, backstage by the riot squad and then Asuka fills her shoes tonight. Well, you know, you know what's... It's funny you say that because uh, I read a, uh, you know, man, uh, you know, comments in, in the internet. You hear all these different things or whatever, which I read a really, really dope scenario. I forget who actually posted this, but um, one of the scenarios was um, what if, uh, you know... They take out Naomi and Carmella. Let's say um, maybe the Rye Squad like takes them off, and then they have to scramble to find another team. Right. And you get Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane from NXT to take their places. That'd be awesome. Because you See, know that would make sense. Because those two 
are amazing workers. Right. And they've tagged together uh-huh. in the past. So So it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I see the See, he, here's the thing. The easy pick is the Boston Hug connection, right? That's the easy pick. <laughs> because <laughs> they've been, they've yeah, been, he just yeah. called it the Boston Hug connection. Hug and boss? Hug, is that it? But I don't know what it is. Same bro. difference. Same difference. Yeah. I just That's know. The name of the I just know they have a they have a stupid gimmick shirt and they come out with chalk line jackets. They're nice jackets. I'm just saying that that's that's what I know them for. Because you have a really great worker and you have a worker that thinks she's great but she's just okay. What about the hug? Oh. <laughs> what about the hug and weave connection? No. Oh, see too far, bro. See you always. Come on, man. Uh, what do we got here for you? That is a come on, man. Too far, bro. Act. What about the hugger and the bo- no, okay, go. Yeah, that was bad. Just you're such an old man. Yeah. All right, so that's the easy pick, you know. As much as I would love to see that happen, because it's my daughter, my daughter loves uh, Bailey. Um, Smart girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she picks so, the worker out of too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we used to watch the sh- the old matches, she used to hate Sasha Banks. She's now cozied up to her because of the tag team. But um, I I don't want to pick them. I want to see them win it down the line. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Hating on them, I would love to see them win it at WrestleMania. But I feel like a heel should win it. So I feel like it's either the Riot Squad or Nia and Tamina. Tamina. I think Nia and Tamina makes more sense than winning the title. Because now... Go- Are you just picking Nia for other reasons? No, no. Me, <laughs> me and Nia go back like babies in Pacifier. No, um, wow, I pick her. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's old school. I pick Nia. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, because... At WrestleMania, it will have more of an impact if Sasha and Bayley win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So having uh, Nia and Tamina, and, and it's funny because I was going through my Facebook uh, feed and WWE posted uh, them too, for some reason, pushing the shows that are coming here to New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we're putting two and two together, yeah, like if you're not going to push these girls over... Why would you have them, you know, be the face yeah, I got, of the show? I get, I get what you're saying, yeah. So, but but that's just me personally. Now, would it be the the Boston hug? Can I? I don't think. So. <laughs> Why? If so, I don't know if you guys are watching the Facebook Live because I know we've been having a couple of issues. Yeah, but yeah, for 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 whatever reason, if you missed anything on today's episode, you can always download the podcast version. But like, I'm looking at Leo's face and the pain on his face. Him saying. The Boston Hug Connection is priceless. It's stupid. It's such a dumb name. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna they're gonna get the straps. But if I had to pick a dark horse here, okay, and to me is a sleeper team, I'm gonna say Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville because they All right, are Corey Graves. Because they the fuck down. Because they're an actual established tag team. They've been riding as a tag team since... Tough enough. Since tough enough. They're actually real friends. And they were, what, Absolution, you know, uh, a year and some change ago. You got something on there? Uh, It just said PC battery something. The the battery's probably low. Go ahead. Um, Plug in the battery, Mario? It's plugged on the wire. I don't know if it's plugged in the... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Um, But yeah, uh, they... They're an actual real tag team. They they they're established. You know they've been in each other. They have been having each other's back. So I think that's my dark horse mm-hmm. when it comes to this match. Well, and and it goes back to what we were saying before. We have no idea what the hell the writing is is gonna decide at the end of the day. Like because mm-hmm. you can have eight good finishes to this match, mm-hmm. and they're probably gonna pick the ninth, which is the worst one. 
So and and we've seen it before. So let's just hope that at least one of the the options that we gave today mm-hmm. does come true because I'm pretty sure it's better whatever they have cooked up. All right, let's keep going on to the card. Dale. Um, this is <laughs> controversial, you know, because on who's in the match, but we got the Usos challenging, um, the best tag team in the world, the Miz and Shane McMahon for the tag titles. Um, the Miz and Shane are not losing no. the straps, especially now with everything that's going on. I, I'm gonna disagree. Uso crazy. Yes. Uso crazy? Uso crazy I may be, but I am going with the Usos because I have a feeling that this Miz and Shane McMahon. Yeah, it's on the wrong one. It has to go in the middle one. On the top. I gotta go. Keep going. This Keep going, Sam. Miz and Shane McMahon uh tag team is bound to implode, and I feel like these two are going to be in a match. At WrestleMania, I don't see them going into WrestleMania with the tag team titles anymore. The more I'm watching it, I feel like down the line this is a setup for a match. I I, I agree with you. I definitely do agree with you. I think the whole plan is for a, a Shane and Miz match at Mania, but like I think with what's been going on, I, I just don't see them putting the straps on 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 Usos right now. You know. Not saying that we can't get a title change at a SmackDown. Maybe the turn happens on a SmackDown. I just don't see it happening tonight because, I mean, do you really, with all the bad publicity that's going on, do you really want to put the strap on Jimmy Uso? Like, And listen, I love the Usos. I'm not saying, like, I like the Usos. They, they're awesome. And I was very disappointed and, and, and sad to, you know, see that Jimmy Uso got arrested. Right. I'm like, damn, bro. Really? I was like, damn, man. Damn. Like, I was just, I was upset. You but were the Usos last year. Right? I was, I was Jimmy Uso in New Orleans. <laughs> like, you know, for those that remember me in New Orleans, I was dressed as Jimmy, Jimmy Uso. I had like the cutoff sleeves. I had my tattoo showing. I had the the Uso snapback. I was Jimmy Uso. And, and the funny thing was, the people I was with, shout out to the heel marks, Danielle and Brady. They were like, well, what Uso is supposed to be? I'm like Jimmy, of course, right? And then, like, how are they going to tell that you're Jimmy? And literally everybody that we were walking down Barber Street, they were like, oh, shit, Jimmy Uso. <laughs> everybody knew I was Jimmy Uso. There you go. I mean, this one, Yeah, this one hurt me a little bit. I'm like, damn, Jimmy, come on. And it, it just sucks because this is, like, his third time getting, since 2012, him getting caught up in some shit. Didn't he get locked up for DUI, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Won the tag team titles not too long after. Recently, that, within the year, I think it's within happened. the year. But I don't think it was, I don't think it was like right away though. Yeah. It was within the year though. Do you think right now it is two two thirty Eastern Standard Time as we're recording this that he's having? I like how you said that. It sounds very professional. Yeah, <laughs> um, that he is in the meeting with talent relations right now, getting the getting chopped up. Yeah, getting the spanking. Yeah, man. I, I definitely would not like to be Jimmy Uso right now. Yeah, he's you probably know. getting that talk. And, and you know, I, I will give respect to Naomi for just holding him down and just having his back because, you know, I'm sure I'm sure she's even let him have it, you know? Like, yeah, what are you yeah we've like, seen what are you her on Total Divas. Yeah, she's so I'm sure she's letting him, him have it too, but uh, Voice of it, it's definitely tough. But I, I do get what you're saying, though, going back to the whole the match. I do get what you're saying with with – the Miz and Shane, I think uh, it's going to lead up to a breakup and Miz most likely turning on Shane. I do see that. Mm-hmm. But just based on what's transpired the last 48, well, how many hour, how many days it's been, Right. 
Uh, I think it happened. I think it happened after SmackDown. Those yeah. Happened. Yeah. So based on the, the what happened the last week. Yeah, it was like uh, Valentine's Day Eve. Yeah. So so based on what happened the last couple of days, I don't see them putting the straps on the Usos. Yeah. Day after SmackDown. But we could see what you're talking about: the breakup, the turn. Yeah. I think we could see it on SmackDown, and I think it'll be a great way to close the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because more people will be watching on SmackDown. Exactly. So I agree with that. Um, let's talk about the main event. Um, Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan, and you the get Planets Champion. The Planets Champion. You get the official Planets Champion T-shirt. Head over to LoTrail.com or LuchaOutsiders.com. Okay. Um, you get that dope Planets Champion T-shirt. Shoutouts to Bree TV. Yes, my wife, Gabby. Uh, Sammy's wife, Mrs. Suplex. Yes, uh-huh. Miss Suplex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout outs to her for the design, and she'll be working for future designs for us too, right? You know, yeah, we yeah. A lot, threw, a lot we kind of threw some coming. ideas, some really dope ideas, some funny ideas. Yeah, we got some cool stuff coming down the line, and the new logo, WrestleMania. Weekend. WrestleMania weekend, the new logo will be dropped, and I'm telling you right now, oh my god, it's about. <laughs> It is a bombshell. So let's talk about the main event for the Elimination Chamber. The Chamber of Elimination match. Right. We got Daniel Bryan defended the Planet's Championship. Yes. Against this AJ is- Styles, Samoa Joe, Randy Orton. Um, Mustafa Ali has been taken out of the match. Kofi Kingston put into the match. Uh-huh, which we'll talk about him. And who else were we missing there? Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Kofi, uh, Kofi Kingston. And that's it, right? It's only six guys. Are we? I feel like we're missing somebody. Yeah, yeah, six because two start and four chambers, four corners. Jeff Hardy. Jeez, oh man, we forgot about Jeff Hardy. We forgot yeah. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's in the match. So, for those that didn't watch SmackDown, uh, Mustafa Ali got, was taken out of the match because the week before that, and we talked about last week's episode, he had a great match with Randy Orton, but apparently he got a concussion. And he got a fucked up ass eye mm. in that match. His eye was closed shut that boy got a shiner yeah he definitely got lumped up so unfortunately he got taken out of the match but i think this makes for a great story and if those that follow the page at lucha lucha outsider show everywhere um i did a post about coffee kingston so coffee kingston from the new day did take his place and you know coffee kingston's performance on smackdown reminded me that he should have been a world champion back in 2009 when he was feuding Randy Orton. Yeah, I feel like they dropped the ball there because he really had some momentum. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, they he just, was super over then. They just let Randy steamroll him. And this is what we're talking about when creating new stars comes around and there's an organic feel when the crowd is behind them. Mm-hmm. WWE has been consistently dropping the ball because they go with the pick that Vince McMahon thinks is the one. Hey, Leo, can you give us a wide shot? Because you've been having it on me for the last couple of minutes. Yeah, you should have thought of that before you left the room. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so back with Coffee Kingston. Um, coffee. Cafe. You called him Coffee Kingston like four times. Coffee. Coffee Kingston. No, Coffee. I'm going to say Coffee, all right? I'm going to say however <laughs> I want to say it. Coffee Kingston. Just like I say, Batista. <laughs> Jeez. So I don't think Sammy knows about that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> he does know. We we said it on a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
he showed everybody that he is a main event talent. He he is more than world championship material. Yeah. He had a great showing. I think he fought for a little over an hour. It kind of reminded me of playback to last year when Seth Rollins was in the gauntlet match. Yes. Um, you know, why not see in this match Kofi, happy Leo, being the last in there with Daniel Bryan? I would love to see that. I would personally love to see that. Um, but do I think it's going to happen? No. But you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Because it, right now he doesn't really have anybody that, that he's going to be feuding with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, do we see a WrestleMania match for Daniel Bryan down the line? Yeah. Let's be honest. No. No. We don't we, see a, we don't, I don't think we're going to see, as much as I love AJ, I don't think we're going to see AJ and Bryan. Um, are we going to see a heel versus heel? It's not going to be Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan, you know, even though we know that could be a good match based on the Ring of Honor stuff. But right. who's that going to be that guy? Maybe Mustafa Ali if he comes back, if he's clear by then. But, you know, I think with this Kofi Kingston story, I think it's a great story to be told here because after the performance he had on Tuesday Night SmackDown, right. everybody came out of the woodwork and just giving him praise. You know, Twitter was on fire for him. For him, Kofi Kingston was a, a trending topic. Um, and it kind of reminded you how WWE fucked them over back in 2009 right. when they just had Randy just kill him. Right. And then it didn't help when Edge eliminated him before it, before he even entered the match in the chamber match, and Edge took his spot right, and right. won the world title in that chamber match. And it kind of reminds me, and I posted this on, on the pages, it kind of reminds me when Daniel Bryan was the world champion back in 2012 and he defended his title in a chamber match, and the last two guys were Santino and... Brian, yeah, if you that. if you go back in that match, yo the San, the the crowd was super hot super hot for Santino and they wanted him to beat Brian. <laughs> While like on paper you're like what the fuck like there's no way this is happening. But if you go back to that right right, just look at the here, listen to those crowd reactions. Yes, they were super hot for Santino. Like Santino was that underdog that made it to the final two yeah. with Brian, and the crowd wanted him to. Do this upset, like, and I think, you know, while Santino and Kofi Kingston are two different talents, right? Yeah, absolutely. Seeing Kofi be the final guy with Brian. I think that would definitely build the story. That crowd will lose their minds. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They, they'll be out of their seats rocking for Kofi Kingston. But do I see him winning? No. Do I want him to win? Yeah. Of course. But man. that sustainable title ain't going nowhere because that's the planet's champion. Man. And, and honestly, we have a shirt for it. <laughs> yes, and I don't see him losing it even at WrestleMania. So, I think I think when it comes to uh, the Kofi and Brian story, if they do want a cafe, if they do want to go there with a possible Kingston and Brian match at Mania, which I think would be great. Yes. Um, even if he does not win, like let's say it's the final two, boom, Brian beats him. If you get the one on one at Mania and Brian still goes over, I think it's gonna help Kofi. Because having potential matches that could possibly steal the show with Brian, it's going to hire up Kingston's credibility. And, you know, and who knows? Maybe he wins Money in the Bank. And there's your start to finally him getting something. Because he won every title in the company. The only thing that's excluding that is Is the world title. Yeah, and he needs that for that Grand Slam championship. And I think he's more deserving than he proved it on SmackDown. Yeah, and he could cut a promo. We've Mm -hmm. seen it with the New Day. He's a very likable guy. Um, 
I don't know. I follow his uh, Instagram. Me and him are both sneakerheads. So shout out to Kofi Kingston. I hope you get that title one day. I, I've even yeah, me too, it man. Too, man. And it's funny because um, I even before I started doing this podcast and and New Day was like a thing, right? When they first started, when they were heels, yeah. I always had this idea, like, yo, I want like one of the New Day members. And at the time, I think uh, Kingston was in the, in the Money in the Bank match. I wanted him to win Money in the Bank to say, we're Mr. Money in the Bank. <laughs> so you never know yeah. who would cash in the briefcase. Right. Like, I think that would be a dope idea. Um, well, I think Kofi out of the three are the ones that, deserve, that I think is m- more deserving to be that world champion. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I think this might have, you know, kind of... Uh, you know, started the engine again for Kofi to 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 be a bigger star. Yes, absolutely. And, um, one thing I wanted to uh, talk about uh, before we wrap things up is uh, Seth Rollins. So, you know, if you guys been following the dirt sheets, he's been a uh, potential back injury. He's been not too severe, so he'll be fine for Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him um, doing these promos with Paul Heyman. We saw this past Monday night, and then Dean Ambrose came out and kind of. You know, you know, unpredictable. <laughs> Dean Ambrose was like, you know, slay the beast, and then Seth Rollins just kind of started smirking, right? And that was it. So, backstory to that is, um, there's reports going out that apparently Ambrose was supposed to say more stuff, talking about the days of the Shield he and talk about Roman Reigns, and the dude just cut it short and just get just said slay the beast and typical Ambrose style, which to me I think was more effective. Him just saying "Slay the Beast." Yeah, that's that's, that's more his, his. That's more Ambrose, yeah. and I think it was more affected that way. And then we kind of see a potential kind of tweener role with Ambrose. So with all these rumors going around, with you know Rollins possibly slaying the Beast and Ambrose leaving the company, the rumor going around is that if if and when Seth Rollins does defeat. Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, we will get a final Shield reunion with both Ambrose and Roman coming out to get that shot of him finally slaying the Beast and having his brothers next to him. How do you feel about that? I would love to see that because the last time we saw the Shield together... um, They were crying like little bitches. Come on, Leo. Come on, bro. Really, dude? That is a disgusting act. We got uh, got the terrible news about Roman Reigns and the leukemia. Um, and that's not the last, you know, picture you want to see of the shield. They really had a great run together. Um, I loved their work. Uh, think that was probably the best WWE's best way of building new stars Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a very long time that I can remember. They protected these guys. Each one of them held the WWE championship. Seth Rollins is a grand slam champion. I think they, they both were. I think I think they all all they all they are all, all grand slam champions. champions. I mean, these guys they're all going into the Hall of Fame down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to see it on a positive note. But we okay, don't. but storyline, like, didn't just Dean Ambrose turn on Seth Rollins? It did, and the feud fell flat, and there was no motives, or there we didn't never got a motive. We never got a reason for Ambrose yeah. to turn on Seth there was Rollins, never a which close. was easy. To say like you did it to me, I still don't trust you. They could have done something like that or whatever, mm-hmm. and they made while wow. I'm much rather do it to you first before you do it to me again. Exactly, right. there was an easy way of telling this story, but we never really got a clean cut reason why Ambrose did what he did. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The reason why Ambrose is leaving the company is because of shit like this. Yeah, because there's no. 
There's never a plan for a character story to continue. There's never a plan like, okay, after I'm done with Seth Rollins, what am I doing next? Okay, why we'll am I doing we'll this? Exactly. So I think we got the seeds planted of Ambrose kind of being a tweener after what we saw Monday night. Him just going up to Rollins, which makes perfect sense because, you know, Ambrose, you never know where his mind is at, which that's who he really is. And was like, Slay the Beast, you know, yeah. something simple as that. And, and Seth Rollins just looking at him confused and then just kind of smirking, you know. And if you look at the long story of the Shield, right, after Seth Rollins did turn, you know, there's been bits and pieces where while there might have been enemies or there might have been friction while they weren't together as a unit, there was still always some unity. Going back to a Fatal 4-Way at Battleground a couple of years ago, it was The Shield and Orton. So you had Rollins as a champion defending the title against Ambrose, Reigns, and Orton. And guess what? They did a Shield powerbomb in that match, mm-hmm. and they all kind of looked at each other, and Seth Rollins just grabbed both guys and was like, yeah, whatever. And then they all started smiling to each other, and Ambrose kind of just looked at them smiling, and then his face just got serious or whatever. And if you go back to that time, guess who was the hottest star out of the four? Ambrose. So for the people that shit on Ambrose all the time, he was the hottest star from that four right there. Right. He was the one getting the pops. So there's always been, while there's been friction, there's always been somewhat of a unity. So while the Ambrose and Raw storyline was atrocious the last couple of months, finally see them getting back together at a, as a WrestleMania moment, seeing that final fist bump, Ambrose rising to the sunset. We don't know what the future holds for him. We don't know when Roman comes back. And Seth Rollins finally slaying the beast. Getting that shot at WrestleMania, I think, would be pretty dope. And a crowd like the New York, New Jersey, Northeastern crowd that you're going to get for WrestleMania this year is going to accept that. And they're going to be nothing but open arms and cheering. Absolutely. Especially man. now that, for once, why it, it sucks because it took a, 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 a terrible disease. But... um what Roman has to finally be accepted by the wrestling world, not just the WWE universe, but just the wrestling world, you know, why it does suck that, but he'll finally, you know, the day he does make a, a TV return, whether it's at mania or maybe one day at a raw, whatever the case may be, hopefully it will be at mania to get that moment. You know, the crowd's going to lo- lose their mind. Yeah. I, I actually, I'm really, really excited to see it. I hope it does happen. Um, I wonder where Ambrose, is gonna fit in on the WrestleMania card, being that he is gonna be leaving. Um, but Pre-show. you know, we'll, <laughs> the uh, Jobber uh, uh, Battle Royale, the Joe Bear Battle Royale, yeah, man, um, Enhancement Talent Battle Royale. So uh, we'll see, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Um, but I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I, I I feel like they put the nail in the coffin on that Raw where he came out and kind of like. Did some of the best promo work I've seen in a while, where he, him, and Triple H were going at it back and forth. It was great. And they were like, and, and, and Ambrose was like, Ambrose is the type of guy that if you just give give him bullet points, and I know Leo's a big proponent of that bullet points instead of overly producing a promo, yeah. which unfortunately, you, not every talent gets that. But if you give a talent bullet points instead of giving these cookie cutter shitty ass promos. They will not only get the story over, but get themselves over. Yeah. I mean, and, that's and, that's what we do here. We got bullet points. That's and, all we, and, and we wait, just, we got bullet points? Yeah. Well, well, see, this is where the part that Leo goes left and he tries to be funny. He never gets over. Well, <clears throat> no, let's be real. Do I have bullet points? No! No! <laughs> no! Exactly. There you go. Um, 
So, Leo, um, anything you want to plug? Anything before we wrap this up? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to well, tell the audience? Check, check out LosRadio.com. Make sure you guys go in there and show us some love. Uh, Leo naming tag teams are horrible. Naya and Tamina, why are you calling them Booty and the Beast? Mm. Who's got the booty? Naya. Uh, hashtag that's messed up. Hashtag old man Leo loves BBWs. That's the best fucking hashtag there is. Um, no, just go check out Los Radio. Remember, LuchaOutsiders.com, where you can get the other gear that we have available. We're actually bringing everything over now to Los Radio. Uh, let us know if you guys like some of the merchandise, some of the designs, and we'll get them over to Los Radio. Mario. Sounds good. Uh, Sammy? All right. I'm messed up, and I'm probably going to be in the doghouse when I get home. Uh-oh. Um, I know, I know. Yeah, you played yeah, this. Yeah. Yes. That so, was like the third comment. That I left it there. I just let it marinate. Go yeah, ahead. so uh, my wife's Twitch hold on, hold account. On. Better, better, better. Hold on. We got to put the camera on you. There you go. go my, wife <laughs> my wife's Twitch account is uh, being Bree. All right. And uh, her Instagram account is Bree TV. TV. So uh, she does stream. Um, she does Kingdom Hearts. She does Destiny 2. Um, she does Spider Man. She's really into the video game stuff. Um, also, uh, check out the new designs uh, that we have up on losradio.com. Follow me at Sammy Suplex on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And Mario? Well, we got to say goodbye. Thank you guys so much for tuning yeah. in. To, uh, Can I show them? Can I show them? No, bro. Can I show them? No. I want to show them. It's a two over one. No, it's a dope logo, but I'm we gotta wait. Leo. We gotta wait. WrestleMania. WrestleMania week. I can't get it unlocked, my fucking. <laughs> WrestleMania week. We will drop a bombshell for you guys. No. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 103 of the Lucha Outsider Show. If you missed anything on today's episode, make sure you download the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud. You wanna be fancy? Apple Podcast. Tune in. La Mess Lab. LosRadio.com. Tune in wherever you get your podcast needs. Leo, you do this in every episode. Can I dude. show them? You cannot show no, them. Man, no, no, man. We WrestleMania wait. week. I want to show them now. We're, no. You can't do it, bro. This, this, this is why your wife hates you. You had me choked for a second. I'm like, no, Bro, thank you so much for putting up with Leo's shit on today's episode. Jesus yeah. Christ. Why, what is it with you? Why do you always make an ass out of yourself in every episode? Sorry, shit happens. Shit happens? Yep. So I specifically wore this shirt because it says never. never shuts up? It says no. never shuts up on it, right? <laughs> the green screen is... Uh, <laughs> it says never shuts up, and in the back it says you can't Leo. see me. And you know, you have any problems. Yeah. Never mind, Mario. Like I said, if you miss anything, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. It was a five star frostbite rating review. Comments, greets, and bury either one of us. It'll most likely be Leo. Yeah. For Show Football Leo. Yeah. For Sammy Suplex. Yeah. You're truly Mr. Rated R. Watch Elimination Chamber, the Chamber of Elimination, and keep it rated R and stay too sweet, guys. Stay too sweet. Yeah. Get that shit out of your head.